0: This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fanoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast.
1: This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast.
2: Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're
0: listening to Zombie Cast.
2: This is Lori Holden, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to Zombie Cast. You better be listening to it too.
3: Well, you are if you're hearing me. So keep listening. No. Huh? Hey y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead. And I'm here to tell you Zombie Cast. Stay tuned in. You follow me? And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, Zombies, to Zombie Cast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 250, where I'm Sean. I'm Matt. I'm Ted.
4: I'm Subsy. <laughs>
3: and thank you, Zombies, for another download of Zombie Cast. Uh, we want to thank you no matter where you get us, iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, zombiecast.net, but the best place is every Monday night at Eastern and allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, enter the chat, mingle with the zombies, mingle with the show. Uh, all Games is from the creator of G4 TV, which means I used to love Attack of the Show. I used to <laughs> love that show. I wish it would come back. But uh, if you want to hear us live but cannot join us live on all new cars, devices, Amazon Echo, uh, PS4, Xbox One, any device... Simply switch? add the free. What about the Switch? I don't know about the Switch, man. No, no, the no, no, switch. I don't have a Switch. I don't know. So I don't know, man. But uh, add the two new apps free at All Games Radio. Listen to us live, no matter where you're at. Global. In the world. Seems like about uh, 200 countries uh, download Zombie Cast not live. So uh, we do want to thank the live listeners out there. Uh, we do remind you guys to go to zombieresearchsociety.com. This is where the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society Go over there and browse all those news articles. And over on the front page, you can listen to the podcast form of ZombieCast over there. Uh, we do want to thank George Romero, the king of zombies, Mr. Matt Moak, uh, Dave Marks, the Zombathon, all those guys over there. It's a the society that's having us as the official radio show. And, yeah, Matt Moak used to be on AMC's The Talking Dead, uh, the, the survival segment over there. Uh, but And while you're over on the social medias, go to Facebook, search Sucker page there. And over on the Twitters, follow at World. Click the banner up top and follow each individual host as we love me look with zombies all week so no norma tonight but we got matt back how are you doing matt
5: hey guys what's up sorry i've been busy uh but i had to get on for the naked and afraid show because i am naked and always afraid so i thought this dude is it's
3: match. now how many inches is up there how many inches you got matt? uh lying down or oh snow 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 oh, man yeah yeah uh we, yeah,
5: thanks. I appreciate
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> I we were about something else, these I guys don't writing. like my
5: dog jokes. I never these get laughs. My dog. These jokes. These
3: Canadians get confused a lot. <laughs> I know. <so. laughs> uh, yeah.
5: No, you know what? You laugh, but we do have snow in some parts of Canada right now. It is. Uh, it's winter jacket.
4: North Pole.
5: I was wearing my toque. I was out in my winter jacket again. We're trying to sell our house, so we got. To, uh, it's it's it's, uh, Your it's what not here? Well, we're trying to sell our house right now, and it's uh, it looks like a snowy little uh, place up here.
6: Your what? Is it snow? At your igloo?
4: Yeah, it's a winter wonderland. Is it yeah. snowing? At, is it snowing at your house? <laughs> no, it is, it's, at, it's
6: supposed to snow this uh, week though.
4: Oh, the North
5: Pole!
6: Didn't it yeah. snow? I heard it snowed in West Covina, California, which is near San Diego. Is that true? Because there were actual photos. Diego, a whale's vagina. No, does it, that doesn't make any sense? But apparently, it happened. <laughs>
3: I hear in the winter they cut belugas open and slip in them like a tauntaun, but I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's
3: the standard Survival, practice. man. That's what it's all about. That Matt, true. dude, you missed last week. We had Discovery Channels, Naked and Afraid on, and you missed the whole fucking show, man. We were so hyped. And, but, to be fair, yeah. you, you have a new video game. You, you know, first off, all, our very own Matt Bradford is, is if you watch the NBA, You've been hearing his voice on a lot of commercials. Matt uh, has recently been the voice of the Canadian Xbox community, and you just got the top spot for a game. Can you talk about it yet, Matt?
5: I can't, unfortunately. It's, uh, I already talked about it, so, but it's called Debris. I'm going to talk about it anyways. Who cares? Uh, it's called Debris uh, Moonray Studios. And, yeah, we did our first um, day of full recording on Friday. I got to actually sit down with a demo of the game. It looks – I'm really impressed. I'm not just saying that because I'm used to indie studio games kind of like – you know decent right like these are just a bunch of guys maybe it's an 8-bit game but this is a full-fledged it looks triple a it's a first person you're underwater you're going through these caverns you're you're exploring kind of this weird rock that's formed underneath there it's really interesting so i'm I'm the i'm the main dude that gets trapped under there i had to record a bunch of like
6: "Uh, uh, uh," yeah so matt I, i have a question i've been eager to ask yeah. If uh, <laughs> it, it, there is a chance, I take it since it's an underwater game, you will be looking for oxygen, right? There will there will be a, will there be an air component to the game? No, you... no.
5: a Canadian? There is. I don't want to give too much away, but there and is... gills. Yeah, we have gills. We're born in the gills. A, but B, there's like a, a fancy rebreather unit. So air, can, air can, is not an issue.
6: Can you drown in this game?
5: Yes, you absolutely can, but through okay, another, okay, through another
6: mechanic. That's <laughs> all I need to know. So, that's so a- you're saying if we if we uh, get this game and and maybe our very own Matt Bradford will get us some uh, review copies, buddy, buddy. Maybe yeah. it's possible. Maybe oh. uh, uh, just for us with PCs. I'm like uh, Sean here, who doesn't care.
3: Um, I have Apple. I really <laughs> um, that's all I, I can. I think that'll run I'm liberal, a I'm, liberal. I'm, I'm not liberal. I'm not. I'm I'm raging at the machine. See, y'all making me say liberal. Cool. Well, my question is... Me we can,
6: so, so, Matt, we can drown you, and if we drown yes. you on purpose, do we get to hear you go...
5: I've recorded a few takes of me drowning, Ted. And, <laughs> I, uh, am, I am so excited. <laughs> into this. This. Did I
4: sell you on and, the game?
5: And, yeah. and, yes, that's and all I
4: Matt, know. Hey, Matto, do, do you sound yeah. like yourself, or do you sound like Jacques Cousteau? Uh, okay. I've thrown a little bit of Jacques Cousteau. Uh, okay, a, But, okay, it, do you want me to do... San-
3: Santa in this game?
5: And, uh he might be in the DLC. Do you want me to do a? Uh, I'll, I'll throw you a couple drowning. Do you want me to do a drowning right. take for you? Yeah, okay. Sure. sure. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <coughs> Action. No
5: wait, no. I think that sounds like. That sounds like. It sounds like throwing up. Stabbed, that yeah, stabbed mean. in the chest. You know what? I'll get back to you. We, we got really okay. good guests. No,
6: wait, wait, last no, I roomed with. I roomed yeah, with Ted, and his that sounded line. like Matt. This is Having,
3: taking a turd.
6: It went, yes, yes, this is this is this Yeah, is that's,
3: that's our Cuban, uh, our, our Cuban broadcaster there. <laughs> yeah,
6: Sorry, I bad. just I'm just looking forward to the fact that you're in the game and you're speaking in a French yeah. accent. Uh, is this a game where, like, you know, like when you play Resident <laughs> Evil, you walk around, you talk, you say,
0: "Gee, it's kind of spooky in here." Oh, but
6: you, you know,
5: something. you know, it's really neat. I mean, um, it is a co-op game, so there's another person that's, in awesome. there that's floating alongside of me, like in a robot form. So there is a lot of kind of dialogue back and forth between me and the robot, and depending mm-hmm. who the player is, you can get like different conversations. It's it's really interesting. I'm I'm really pumped to be doing it. Last now, question. Last question. Last is question. there a,
6: and then we get our guest. Go yes. ahead. Is there a conversation tree where we can choose what you say?
5: No, and you can't romance me if that's what you're Oh, right. there, oh we
3: can't have a romance. <laughs> Man, mine's easier. Mine's not romancing you. What was what was my big question? Or. Not my big question, but what was my what what did I say about all this, Matt? What
5: are you talking about? <laughs>
3: what color of Lamborghini do I like? Uh red. Ooh. See you would have bought me the wrong color, man. Now you're into all this big show business stuff.
5: Yeah, no, I'm Beyond green. rolling in the one dollar bills, guys. I, just, I don't Beyond know. Beyond
3: green. <laughs> but guys, we do have a special guest. We got two special guests. And we're blessed that Our special guest brought a special guest, so it's like a double, double special guest. Maybe next week
6: our special, special guest will bring a special, special, special guest.
3: Yeah. Ooh. But our special, our first, our our just special guest last week just, just we plain about, old special. We talked about morning wood, and we talked about what would we do? I mean, talked about eating.
6: We talked about eating, <laughs> talked about eating, uh, co- eating cotton mouths. We talked yeah, about got monsters mouse. in the woods. Wait for people who missed last week.
5: What is the deal with morning wood on shows like these? Do you just have to like pretend to be sleeping until it's gone? Oh, wait,
3: wait, wait.
1: It's a big thing. Jeremy said it's, it's an issue it's, that rises
3: up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeremy said it's <laughs> hard. It's hard. That's all he would tell me. He's like, it's it's hard.
2: Huh. Pun intended. You know I what? Oh, last night.
3: Okay, wait, hold on. Let me let me introduce him right quick so we can all talk. It's gonna be awesome. But uh, you know, last week we had Mr. Jeremy McKay. McKay M C C I know now McKay though, pronounce McKay. McKay, that's right, McKay. <laughs> We've been through this. Uh I'm from last be- week. Back. Yeah, and it was continued to this week. So, Jeremy, dude, welcome <laughs> back to Zombiecast from Discovery Channels Naked and Afraid, Jeremy McKay, dude. Welcome back to Zombiecast.
1: Man, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Well, enjoyed you know, it last week. i ready to get into it this week.
3: Yeah, dude, it's uh, you, you know you guys are always welcome on here. Like I said, even whenever uh, fear the the best fear of the walking dead starts, it's,
6: which is exactly one month away. I saw a commercial oh, in oh, one God. month, and I was like, oh okay, no, no. no, one month you won't be watching this station.
3: But not enough. only not only do we have Jeremy this week from Discovery Channels Naked and Afraid. You know, last week Jeremy was talking about these awesome knives, and we uh, we were trying to look them up and. Uh, I couldn't, I, I couldn't find her. So you know what? He brought her this week, and not only is she a master, God, and I love nice master, uh Knife Smith, nice, yeah, thank you, nice Smith. She's on this upcoming's Sunday night's episode of Naked and Afraid. So we we've got somebody that we don't, we don't know what you look like, but welcome to the show. In its in its K Law coming. We'll talk right? to you anyways.
0: Yeah.
2: It we don't is, know what you yeah. look yeah. like, but we're willing to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. This is actually my first podcast I've ever done. So that you guys awesome. are popping my podcast cherry. <laughs>
5: wow. Oh, Can we wow. need to record that again just to play at the top of the yes. show? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
6: <a good> <laughs> this right is a, it's a Kayla this is it's Kayla coming this is Kayla Cummings from Naked and Afraid. Thanks for popping my pop my, my podcast
3: cherry. You're listening to Zombie <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
2: <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So,
3: so but first we, we got to get to the finale from last night because C- Jeremy, you know, it, it was uh, there was a cliffhanger there with the demons and stuff, and you know, it, it wasn't. I, I know you were terrified, man. That shit. Now was you weird. can kind of go into detail. So, you know, I saw pictures, still pictures of, of the demon. And people were like, Man, I don't see one face. And then you know, I looked at that picture and there was like seventeen faces at somebody circle and I'm like, Man, it's just plain as day, all these these faces and and demons that are that are looking at you dude, dude man. God, man.
1: I, I definitely uh,
3: would have had problems, man.
1: That was a weird night. I I remember that night. We were sitting there and it was on. Um, we were sitting there talking about everything that's done happened up to that point. And <laughs> We heard some walking about 15 feet from us, You know, and I thought, that's a damn armadillo, coon, (laughs) something, you know. And it was kind of towards an opening. You know, some people try to describe it as a leaf online. Yeah, it looks like a leaf. But we put the camera on it, and the infrared (laughs) the camera picked it up, and that's when Mel just freaked the hell out. (laughs) And it was right there looking at us. And then um, it like 15 feet from us, and I'm positive it was not a crew member. The crew leaves out. Kaylee will tell you the crew leaves. They
2: oh, yeah. go
1: back to their their little place. They shut down a couple hours before dark, and they leave. Well, it was 15 feet away from us when we were sitting there looking at this thing. You know, and it made an appearance to us a couple of times. It, I seen it the first time on night four by myself, but I didn't get the camera on it. I just looked at him like, all right, that shit's weird. And I just crawled back in my shelter, and then Melanie, my partner from the show, she seen it on night five. That's when she seen it, and then she showed right.
0: it.
1: And then we ended up catching it on camera later on. That's how that kind of thing kind of came about. I don't know what the hell it was. What? John, can you
3: yeah.
6: quiet your kids up, please? Yeah, John. Yeah, yeah, like, yes.
3: <laughs> that that you, you know we we get the best Cuban uh, producer well i was like who's making the noises and i noticed it was a ghost but but dude i mean i, I told you last week i've been camping before in a campground with a bathhouse and lights over where the rvs are and get spooked out man i don't there's no way man i'd have stayed out there like that
1: it was weird man it was just strange and then you know it another part of it which they kind of they showed it on the show our camera shut down except for mine yeah um, her diary cam went off and then there's like two other cameras on set and they went off the only camera that wasn't that went didn't go off was mine That wasn't and i didn't have my yeah, you, didn't have, you i didn't have my damn camera on it i kept telling her i said you need to stop filming that thing <laughs> whatever it is it probably don't want to be filmed you sitting there filming it and talking about it and then yeah, her man. camera shut off you and i just out. huh i
3: said that made me laugh. You're like, maybe that thing don't want you filming it because all yeah. the cameras died.
4: They died. Like, you were like, I'm done with this, and he just passed out. Hell yeah, I was.
1: That's what I thought. <laughs> I'm done with this. And then, um, I, yeah, I, I, thought I thought you all meant... the camera was working was mine. I just put my camera on my face, and Mel said, "Put your camera on it and, and look over and see if it's over there still." I was like, "Hell no, I'm keeping it on me. If something's fixing to drag my ass through a swamp, I'm gonna film it." <laughs> 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 it was what? wild, man because you know
3: I, you know when the cliffhanger to the commercial was i, I thought you i thought you would quit then because
1: you're like you know i'm out and
3: when it come back yeah. dude, you're like i'm out i'm going to bed i, I thought like, that yeah. when he said i'm out i was like did he just quit
6: and, uh, yeah they kind of they kind of did some tricky editing i think to yep. fool the audience
1: yeah they like to do that with us out there but um yeah they, they kind of with the editing and stuff they'll make you think one thing then it comes back from a commercial and you're like damn i thought that going different
3: Right. Well, one thing I noticed, Jeremy, that that I didn't notice last week was the temperatures at night. Man, it it got kind of kind. you got cold, didn't it? Yeah, and you know what?
1: cold is an issue with men. Is. I don't
3: like it. Shrink.
4: That's the first thing you did, <laughs> Jeremy. You,
1: that, that, Jeremy that fell into the cold water last week. Though? I know. You know, and you know that really pissed me off that day because my partner, she got to come in. Michelle, the blonde chick at the beginning, she didn't have to go through deep water. And what do they do with the man? They run mm-hmm. me right through the deep water, <laughs> And I'm like, y'all got to be kidding me. You know, I got to make a good first impression here, and y'all just ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. Kayla's got to know about that. I mean, she did. She, you know, she's a female. She had a male partner out there with her. I mean, did you have any of them kind of experiences out there?
2: I, it was like a scary little turtle the whole entire time. <laughs> I think I just, I, I think I scared his. His friend into into oh, hiding. <laughs>
1: oh
2: no! <laughs>
1: he came out. you are intimidating with him Blaze.
2: I know, I right?
3: Yeah. So, Kayla, wh- wh- where where is your episode going to be based at?
2: Um, in Colombia.
3: Oh my God, Columbia.
2: Colombia.
3: <laughs> now, yeah, was- now, 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 Colombia. I, I work with a guy that he, he got drafted to Vietnam, right? And after he got drafted to Vietnam, they sent him to jungle camp down in Panama near Colombia. But he said he said it is nuts down there, like crazy. The wildlife like everything will kill you down there.
2: Oh, yeah, it was crazy. There's the spiders down there were the worst. They're super aggressive and very, very toxic. That was crazy.
3: And the snakes and (laughs) stuff.
2: Yeah, the snakes were wild too. We we killed a couple of snakes and they had ticks all over them. It was the grossest thing, and we had to deal with a bunch of tick bites. My partner actually got a tick on his penis. It was super oh, awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I felt uh-huh. so bad for him. Did you I'm, feel,
6: I'm sure they'll show that on the show, right? They're not going to pass up that opportunity to, yeah, to
2: use fire,
4: fire to get it out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stayed far away. They actually showed a clip of it on Discovery already where. They're talk, talking about him getting a tick on his penis. It, it's super I awkward. you should make known as,
5: like, tick-dick for
6: the rest of your life because of a show. Little tick-dick, little tick-dick, got a bug
2: on his prick. <laughs> <laughs> He's my little tick-dick,
5: you don't know what I got. My
2: oh, my gosh, right. that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's <crazy>. great. <laughs> Thanks, I'm
3: about to make that
6: song, that little song up right there. It's going to be yep, yep. now. That's
2: now,
3: one, one question I want to ask you, Jeremy, being that they're talking about the ticks – Mm-hmm. now you guys went several days without food and, and you set a snare you found a piece of wire and you set a snare and you caught a deer in your <laughs> snare right
1: yeah. yeah we snared a deer that um, day i was actually going for a hog snare a deer right? in louisiana it's very illegal so you're not supposed to do that so well you
3: know that was something that i was wondering about whenever you got the deer because i'm in north carolina there's a lot of deer hunters here it does did, did they get clearance for stuff like that or
1: no they actually didn't get clearance um i went after a haul they didn't actually think i was going to catch anything with that piece of wire and um so they went ahead and they allowed me to use that thing and then i set it up and it took me a few days i mean the wire was just tore up bent and it took me a while to get it straightened out in a usable condition Right. So I had to move it around a couple of different times in different game trails. And I finally got this one active game trail that had some hogs on it. Mm -hmm. And I knew with the wire being broke, I wasn't going to catch, you know, a 300-pound boar. So I was going (laughs) to have to go for something smaller. So I was set up to try to catch a small hog. And something kept bumping my snare each night. Yeah, it was moved. moved It it was shrugged down. So I I kept having to adjust it. And then finally I got it at the right height, I guess. And then when I went out there that day, I had my deer, which was illegal. You're not supposed to do that. There was no clearance for it. And I had restitutions to pay for that. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Now they, um, and it it had to get all that had to get taken care of just to show the footage, but there was, um, actually two wardens come out on set. And I ended up with five citations and probation.
5: Oh, oh man, shit. that is crazy! That you, you hear the show? The show didn't that protect came, you right? from that or anything. Like you didn't get yeah. the show didn't step in and uh,
1: yeah. I'm the one that right? Well, the problem is, you know, it doesn't matter if you're out there filming or not. It's yeah. the person that broke the law. Yeah, that's the person that they're going to talk to. And I actually had a deer camp set up that was catching the footage of the deer well the mm-hmm. wardens got the deer footage and they collected my snare wire and they took a few other things and they brought it back for evidence in case i try to fight it in court yeah of course i wasn't gonna fight it in court i had been a losing battle all day long
4: yeah
2: totally uh, Dude, that's so crazy. how much did you have to pay in fines jeremy
1: oh uh, it was about two thousand
2: what to discover discovery, wow. discovery should have reimbursed you for that that's cool. totally
1: discovery. that's discovery ridiculous yeah. no discovery took care of all that oh oh okay. good okay oh, i had good. to handle all the paperwork yeah i had to do all that and my production manager helped out with that also well, that was then, good, um, good. which that was really apologetic yeah. about the whole production was and that's good i, mean, I was very right. worried about it. i was thinking hell i killed a damn deer I'll yeah. <laughs> You're just yeah,
3: now, I okay, now <laughs> no. that, that, gets, that gets to what I was going to ask you, Jeremy, because we, we were laughing last night watching it, right? Because you caught the deer, it showed you guys eating the deer meat, you made deer jerky, and then all of a sudden it jumped like three days. It, and my wife was like, what, well, it jumped three days? And I was like, I bet that dude was so happy about that deer. He was jumping around, and that schlong was going on like a lightsaber. <laughs> and it was going to cost them too much money to blur all yeah, that
1: jumping that. around. <laughs> so oh, we God. missed
3: three
0: days of
1: it. <laughs> no, I was pretty damn happy. But, you know, at, at that point, hungry. I was hungry. And, um, and according, according to what I told the game warden, and I will still stick by this. There was absolutely no deer meat left after he left. Everything was consumed. Casey's listening.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: Well, we we do know that he is a the, the game warden is a huge zombie cast fan. Yeah,
1: this is true. Yeah. yeah so yeah. He, he's listening in. He's and now let's boy. bring in the
5: game
6: warden. Here
5: he is, <laughs> <laughs> right. Jeremy. We,
6: Jeremy, hey. we got a surprise
3: for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Blow all the way That's from fire. Louisiana. Uh, so Kayla in Colombia, were there? I mean. Did you film after Jeremy filmed his, or do you know?
2: I actually don't know. I filmed in 2015. They've been putting my episode oh, wow. back for two years now. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know why. I guess they're saving the best for last, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: I oh. <laughs> oh, she's a hot knife maker. <laughs> got to have her in there last. Yeah, is,
6: there any, I mean, is there any previews of, of your episode online so we can know what you look like?
2: Um, there should be. I mean, you guys, can you jump on Facebook and and look me up really quick?
1: Oh, okay. Look, I saw that. her in shoveling snow. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it that.
0: Yeah.
3: The <laughs> so Kayla Cummings uh, from Mass Mutual.
2: Uh, no, no, it's you probably you probably spelt it wrong. It's K A I L A, and then Cummings is C U M I N G S. A one M. Oh, yep. I
6: put two. <laughs> Such
2: a stripper name.
6: <laughs> it, it, I put two and said mutual friends with our other favorite guest, the Alex. No, I I love Alex Jeremy McCall's
4: a, mutual friend. I've got her.
0: <laughs>
4: She's got her.
6: A... Now, this Kayla Cummings in a relationship with a man named Alex Woods uh, since December de- of 2014.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, nope. Alex Woods.
2: <laughs> that yeah. is not me. Oh okay.
3: Okay. oh, okay. So it says works at knife maker.
2: Yep.
4: Uh, She's got knuckle blades. I don't see her on here. I don't know. I found her. She's got bow and arrow in one picture. And a shotgun (laughs) in the other one.
3: Nice. She's got a green, like a green bag in her picture or something.
4: Well, wait. I'm sure she's friends with Jeremy, right? She's wearing a ski mask kind of thing in her profile picture. And she's got an axe.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I have a respirator on and an axe in my profile picture. Yep.
3: So you like hunting, Kaylee? I do,
2: yep. Yeah. It's, k- it's Kayla. <laughs> Close enough.
3: <laughs> oh, those are good picks. Okay, it somebody, do. Did somebody. I would definitely be afraid. Link me to her profile.
4: I can't <laughs> find. I like the article that she liked here. Do you need a mini, a handheld mini gun? Of course you do. It's K i l
3: k a i l a. Yep. Oh,
6: this I spelled
3: her. Name it's the second wrong. one down. K a i l a. <laughs> Knife maker is, uh, what well, it says survive. There's two of them. There's two of you.
2: One of them might be a fake profile. I have, people use my pictures all the time. It's weird. That's a compliment. I don't know why you're anybody a, would want to be creepy. me. Yeah.
3: So, so you're real when you, you look like uh, Mortal Kombat, right? You got a dust. Yeah, down, that's I mean, that's
2: a, what I. Look. Oh, there we go. I just got a friend request from Sean. That's me. Yeah. All right. It's
6: accepted. <laughs> I just sent a friend request to a Kayla economy. He's probably the wrong one.
4: I'll send one to it's from Bray.
6: <laughs> oh, wait, I see. Is there a photo of you with an American flag and you have a is is this your child?
2: Uh, Yeah, that's that's a like family friend Facebook page. I don't ever use that. Okay. I mostly uh, just use my work one.
6: Well, someone just send me the link to her profile.
4: <laughs> oh, <Please>. okay. Okay, <laughs> please. It's, it's got a Thank period you. seven on the end. Give, 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 me give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. There you go, there you go, don't jump
3: me She's a black guy with big hair Yep,
4: that's me
3: (laughs) So, I'm excited for this week Which I'm excited for all of them All of them seem like they have a a certain twist to it Jeremy's is the first one that's had the horror aspect to it And uh, I do want to say, Jeremy You you have lasted longer than anybody on Naked and Afraid And congrats
1: on that, man if I get on XL, I'm going to beg to stay one extra day so I can go home on day 41.
2: There you go. Yeah, there you go.
1: That's that's my plan right there. I, heard, I do I XL, Jer- I'm not leaving 41.
4: I heard Jeremy took up a new sport, though. It's called professional
1: naked lawn mowing. Mm. You saw that? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've already, i got pictures on. If you go through my Facebook page, you'll find pictures of me deer mm-hmm. hunting naked. You'll find me pictures, water and flowers, naked, and mowing my yard naked. Mm. Man,
2: just Everything's so- better naked.
1: Exactly. So you get exactly it. Right.
2: Bacon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I that. saw I, I saw that picture, <laughs> and
3: and and Ray sent me a sent us a text. He's like, "Well, it looks like maybe he did lose a little weight." But that, that was the cutest <laughs> picture, man. You you and I guess it's your son. You guys are out there, and you're on the That's zero turn rider mower, and he had a little push mower. But naked mowing, dude. That was awesome, man. That is,
1: uh, yeah, he's he's not bashful at all. He'll, um, they don't really care. He'll shuck it down right out in the middle of nowhere. That naked (laughs) and the still going on when he hits 21. He'll be on the show. I'm pretty sure on his extraction going in, he'll already be naked. He's not going (laughs) to wait to take his clothes off. He'll already be naked. I I really think that'd be an epic way to do an insertion when you're going in on that show. I mean, I'm already thinking, you know, if I do XL on a boat ride in, I'm going to make it awkward on whoever's <laughs> with me because I'm just going to shuck it off right there. Just I mean, already to just, be
2: naked? Yeah. Yeah, just
1: get it over but, with. Why are you going out there? Yeah.
2: Why the hell not?
1: You're if I get do to do
2: XL, I'll be anyway. naked with you on insertion.
1: You go, all right. Well, Wait, if it's called insertion. Together, yeah, it's yes. When, it's the, when,
4: when they <laughs> enter the area. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh.
6: Okay.
5: Get
2: your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, Ted. <laughs> yeah. You know that's what
6: they're going for.
5: Oh, <laughs> I know
2: what you're doing. <laughs>
0: so
6: yeah,
3: extra folder. large insertion. I mm-hmm. <laughs> So, so, Kayla, we we, we got to ask you some questions. We don't know nothing about your episode, but like, like, is using the bathroom hard? Like, like, on naked and afraid, or or, or is it? Is it hard? <laughs> I mean, because me, like, I I would I would try to hold it for 21 days.
2: <laughs> oh no! I, I peed. I peed everywhere.
3: <laughs> I'm not talking about peeing, well, Oh,
2: what you a, say? I, they don't.
4: They don't <laughs> eat enough to do that very often. So I mean, <laughs> well that one. Well that one episode.
3: Like I said, the, the guy. The guy took a dump right near the camp, and the girl stepped in it. I'd have been oh, so
2: pissed. Terrible. No, I didn't. I didn't poop for like 14 days. <laughs> <laughs> it's Terrible.
1: <laughs> you don't hardly go out there.
2: Yeah, you really don't. Yeah.
1: Melanie didn't go the first time. She went 21 days completely without taking a crap.
6: Can you That's imagine terrible. what it was
1: like when she finally did? I bet like the doors blew oh, up. <laughs> it, it was a horror scene. I mean, cause now, me and her, the next morning we got up after we done our extraction and we got back to the hotel and we had a viewing pa- or not a, a wrap up party that <laughs> night. And then the next morning, you know, they sent us home. So, before we left, we wanted to go to Waffle House and eat. And then, <laughs> right. uh, so we're sitting down there, we're eating, and the crew's there with us, and Melanie's sitting right behind me, and <coughs> the poor girl done ordered her food and everything, and and they just brought her, fixing to bring her food out, and Melanie, she just had that look like, I'm fixing to shit myself. Oh, no. She, she jumped up, and I'm talking tight butt cheek walk, in a runway, all the way to the hotel room, <laughs> and she yep. stayed in the bathroom for a long time, getting everything out of her.
2: I uh, that happened too. I honestly didn't think I was going to be able to make it on the flight home because I got so sick. But I also uh, ate, like, five pizzas when I got out, so that probably didn't help.
3: <laughs> I want to ask you both of you guys that because we've, we've – I remember watching Survivor back whenever it first came on, and, and like, people – would win a prize to where they got a meal after going all these days without yeah. it, just little food and you would you know they would they would eat it and then all of a sudden they'd be holding their stomach and be like, Oh you know, like almost like a bad idea. I mean, I bet, I bet it is crazy, your body not having all that nutrition just and then, then just yeah. getting all of it at once, man, is uh it's got it's something that we've never I've never experienced. Maybe mad no, up really- in Canada.
4: <laughs> been for a week.
3: Yeah, during
6: the Great Canadian Depression when they didn't have food up there. Yeah, yeah. Beaver, just beavers.
5: Beavers and Moose.
3: Was that Beaver or Beavers?
5: Justin Beavers,
3: yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but, but it's gotta be crazy. But you know what? I, I caught on to you last night, Jeremy. I caught on to your poop uh scenario. <laughs> 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 you hear me, Jeremy? I'm hearing you. Now last night you were like y'all were building the fire, you were having trouble with the fire starter. I like and that. out of nowhere, you're like, yeah, I'm going to go give me some of that brush. You know that you know that pile I like. And I was like, yeah, he's going to take a dump. <laughs> right there. <laughs> <and> I, <laughs> I remember that part, know. Ted? He's like, yeah, I'm going to go over and get you – know, you know that pile I like. I'm, I'll be back here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't specifically remember the doo-doo part, no.
4: No, I don't remember. No, no, he didn't I did doo. I, 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 I just know. going to get brush to keep it going. Just like that,
1: the man I picked the, up um, on. That was scene there. That was not the and scene.
3: <laughs> I, <had laughs> I told my wife, that, I was like, "Day three, he's, he's got to go."
1: <laughs> day three, Michelle left me, and that was the day that I, I actually, I just went and took a good dump. <laughs> and I, I, I got you up. And you said you loaded right up
6: before, before you went. Them, they
1: just go take yeah. a dump. you know, and I, I told them, I told the crew before I went, I said, "Look, I said y'all can film whatever y'all want to film with me." I said, "But you will not." come around me with a camera when I'm taking care of that business. And they just leave you alone. I mean, I was dead serious. I had a machete in my hand. I had the craziest look on my face. That's my moment. That's my private time. And they they don't mess with you. They, they pretty much respected that and just left that one alone. But that was the only time I went was day three.
3: Right, right. Well, you know, I work with a guy. He was on a reality show also. And it was Wife Swap. And it was the episode, I don't know if you ever watched Wife Swap, but it was, uh, there was an episode to where there was a crazy dog lady, and uh, they swapped here in North Carolina with a couple that were like these hippies, and he had to have a a, a boudet and all this stuff installed into his house, but it was was like Portland, Oregon, or somewhere like that. But I remember, for him to get clearance for work and stuff, dude, I mean, it was like a long process. Is it, did you have to go through all that, Jeremy, or uh, Kayla? You had to get clearance like for work and stuff, or I mean, is there some s- sort of incentive for lost time or is it worth like risking your job or I mean you don't you know have myself. I,
2: I mean, answer. I work for myself, so I didn't have to worry about you know taking time off or anything like that with a boss, but it definitely like I, I had to cancel a lot of, a lot of custom orders and shows and stuff like that that I normally go to. And, like, the amount of money that they pay you really doesn't make up for it either, but it's just the experience.
6: Yeah, I want, can I ask you about that? Like, do you are you playing the game? This is something I wasn't clear on. Are you playing the game for the experience? It's not like Survivor where you connive and lie until you win a million dollars. Is it mainly you play for the experience?
2: Oh, definitely.
1: It's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, So you're it's, not, it's, it's
6: Survivor, not but down. harder and with more uh, not as scummy.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Survivor, <laughs> they, well, got is Survivor they got to a a
6: chance to get a meal. Yeah, this is Survivor.
0: This
1: is Survivor.
6: If you actually had to like try
4: to survive, on, like, exactly. Survivor, a, like, I mean, they insane. start out
1: with like a thirty-five pound bag of rice.
4: Yeah, yeah, that show is so. I don't want to talk about Survivor.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it for real. Nothing compared. to yeah. naked I and I afraid.
1: People, if they joined up with us on Naked and Afraid, and I think it'd be hilarious to see them come out there and, and attempt Naked and Afraid.
6: Do you guys treat, do you, have you ever run, if you ran into like, say you went to like a reality show convention and you mm-hmm. saw some of the survivor contestants, would it be like how the FBI treats the cops when they take over an investigation in the movies? Yeah. Like, oh, oh
1: the cops are here.
2: That? Yeah, I did. You I just got-, got back from reality rally.
1: Yeah, I was in Reality Rally in Temecula, California, and um, there was a lot of Survivor people there. I think it was thirteen Naked and Afraid people, uh, a lot of Big Brother people, and several other shows that I haven't heard of. That's I don't awesome. do all the reality shows, but <laughs> Big Brother, Naked and Afraid, and Survivor were there. And you know, but honestly, man, everybody just gets along when we was around. It wasn't nothing. You know, our show thing's better than your show type thing. It's nothing like that, man. And when I hung out with them, we drank and we just had a good time. We partied and we just, Mm -hmm. we was there raising money and we had fun doing it.
3: But but, but all in all though, they didn't know the outcome of your new episode, right, Jeremy? So it's not like you couldn't push your pants down to your ankles and be like, I broke the record. No, I, couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. You're the man. You are the man, Jeremy. You beat
4: everybody. You're the ultimate survivor. You're the ultimate survivor. I mean,
1: on, I, on I, a regular afraid now. On a regular one. I gotta get my XL out out from under me. And and I'm gonna when if I do XL, you can book it. If they will let me and I see day forty, my ass is gonna stay one more day. Just to make right. it to forty one, just so I can just close the deal on it. That's my plan. <laughs> well, I'm going
2: to do it, and I'm going to stay
1: for forty
6: two
4: days. We're going uh, to send our very own uh, <laughs> Sub Z up there. He's going to go for. He's going to go for hey, right? hey, hey, I'm bringing a fishing net. Was it the um? Did did you guys watch that Naked and Afraid XL last night? Where you had the two dude bros? I call them. They were out yeah. there. They had a plot and they had a net and they made a. What, they basically made a pier to go out on. They could have stayed there for forty some days. They just walk off from it.
1: Yeah, they they had a little platform, Bill. That was Matt and Russell. They,
4: they could have lasted the entire time. I don't even know why they left.
1: <laughs> True. They, they had a sweet spot right there. I don't know. I think they um, they ended up hooking up with Giovanna and Amber. That's the two that they ended up hooking up with. Yeah. Right, They're the useless, in,
4: the useless pair I call them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love these guys. Yeah. Oh I, I was watching. It was
4: like the, the one gal that was doing something for him, you know, and they hated her for it. You know, she ends up screwing up her leg, so she's gone. So those two would be completely helpless for forever, many days.
2: uh, you gotta be right. you gotta be so careful though with the editing because they try to they try to glorify certain people and they yeah. do, <laughs> yeah. Man.
1: I, I wouldn't say that they're useless because I wasn't out there. I mean, yeah. I understand from a fan point. I mean, view.
4: I mean in comparison to the other two that had their setup to where they really didn't even have to go anywhere. If there was as long as they were getting fish, they were good.
1: But yeah. you know, look at it like this: <laughs> you know, which I'm not bringing down none of them. I think everybody does the show is amazing. But ever them two's got a bow and arrow, and they got a throw net. Mm-hmm. Does the other team have bows and arrows and throw nets? No. Could they
4: Could they pick what they wanted?
1: I don't know how XL works. Okay, how many, I didn't see the I,
4: beginning of it, so now, I don't know. I just watched the last couple of weeks of
3: it. Now, there's one episode of Regular, Naked, and Afraid, and it's a guy. He lives a couple of hours from me in Asheville, North Carolina, but uh, he was he was the hippie guy with the dreadlocks, and I think they were like in Africa or somewhere, and they they call it like a. A boar right off bat, man. And it was just like, they were soaking up sun the whole time, the whole 21 days. Do you remember that? It, it was a guy, he kind of looked like Jesus Christ. Who? Had, oh. a, I don't remember anybody catching a boar, do you?
2: Yeah, I don't either. No. It was I, like he, Luke he had it, or,
3: or no, it was something that was, was down bread. in a hole, and they set a snare, and it was squealing. <laughs> squealing like crazy, and he had to go in there and kill it. Was it Ned Beatty? Huh.
0: Oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Sad. in the swamp. Seven. Seven. You're like a pig.
6: <laughs> they, the they just wars. they just come across Ned Beatty out there in the woods. Um.
3: Oh. <laughs> Let me try to find the guy's name. Naked and afraid, NC contestant. Sp-
4: speak, speaking of stabbing a pig, they um, <laughs> I saw you were carrying that stick around with you all the time. I was wondering. If, if you were just going to get really desperate for food at one point, you were going to sharpen the end of that stick and just go Rambo and just try to find a pig somewhere?
1: It actually had a point on the end. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, I still got that. Um, that was my walking stick. That yep. was my – I beat snakes in the head and frogs, and <laughs> and I killed so much stuff with that thing.
6: Every, every man needs yeah. a good killing stick.
1: That,
2: that yeah, was, damn right. That,
6: I want to say last night, I think, I don't know if it was addressed last week, something that I thought was kind of deceptive editing that I got to laughing. I didn't see last week's episode until last mm-hmm. night. So when we were talking, I didn't see it. There's this part where uh, you and the girl, the, the second girl, I can't remember her name, but you guys you guys find a cotton mouth in the, in the swamp. And the way yeah. they did the – would you agree that they, sh- they show the camera up close to this cotton mouth and its tail's flicking and it's like we got to kill it? And the way they sort of angle the camera, it looks like this giant s- snake, but yeah, it had a, he had a green tail. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then
3: <laughs> when a green tail, so up, I knew it was a baby.
6: When you killed, but then when you killed it and picked it up, it was like the size of like your finger.
4: Yeah, we talked about yeah. that last. Did y'all
6: week. talk about that? Because I noticed yeah. that because I didn't, I hadn't seen the episode, so I didn't see it. But last night I was like, oh, that's a pretty scary looking snake. And then you picked it, <laughs> you picked it up, and it was like it it's looked
1: like, like it was like six a worm. inches long.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so they totally like did some manipulative yeah. It was like the snake Conan the Barbarian killed. You know? It was like it was like eighty foot long Anaconda, <laughs> and then he picked it up and it was like a little worm.
1: Luke yeah. McLaugh- <laughs> a McLaugh- a lot of editing going mm. on on that thing. I mean it really was yeah, a right lot right, of
2: editing. Luke, Luke didn't catch a boar What 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 was
3: he was on XL and regular Naked and Afraid. What, where was he at on on Naked and Afraid? Gosh. Just yeah, sworn that, okay, that they bad. that they dug a hole and there, there was like it was like Africa or something and, and you know they, they had a good setup and it just seems like they had it I'm not easy but it, it just seemed like it was more of a, a relaxed 21 days and like what what you, you know I saw you experience there uh, Jeremy on both of your episodes
1: mine was pure hell this last time I hated that place I know going yet. into it. Fuck.
3: Now, 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 I'm going to say on the on the one tour you didn't make it to where you couldn't find water, you and Cassidy, in the Philippines. It seems like that you were a lot more down and and it seemed like you almost had a worse time in the bayou in Louisiana than you did in the Philippines. Even though you, you succeeded, it, it seemed like I mean like like you you were starving.
1: That's because the Philippines, man, was actually it was a beautiful location. I mean, it was gorgeous. You could actually stay clean. You could, um, I mean, that was every day. You could, you know, we'd get out there in that ocean and just bathe up. After the crew left, and sun start going down, we'd get cleaned up. You couldn't do that in the swamp. You stayed filthy as can be. My partner tried to stay clean until she got the shit scared out of her. By that alec. Yeah. <laughs> she bailed up out of that river, and she come running up there. Oh, hell No. I am not taking another bath in that river. And she didn't. She never got back in that river after that. But yeah, I mean, you just couldn't get clean out there. I mean, everything was... The swamp has its own beauty to it, but it's nothing like a beach.
4: As long as you're in a boat.
2: (laughs) How bad did you smell? Did you smell so bad, Jeremy?
6: Well, you can't really smell yourself when you smell bad. No, you can. You can. Trust
0: me. You can. (laughs)
2: Well, yeah, I Yeah, about 14 days into it, I was like, man, my partner smells so bad. And then I realized that it was actually me that stunk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, in the swamp, you know, at one point I could smell myself pretty good, but it ended up just kind of going away or I got used to it. One or the other.
0: Right. But, right. I mean, yeah.
1: I don't even like even hanging out with male. I mean, you get close at night in the shelter, but. I mean, she didn't stink. I could still smell some shampoo yeah. in her hair. Women have a way of just holding that smell in their hair.
2: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> uh, y'all do. I mean, that was that was like Cassidy in the first one. I mean, all the way up day 13, I could still smell shampoo in her hair. Because she's like, you can still smell that? And I was like, hell yeah, I can smell it. Oh, yeah, but in <laughs> the, I'm not, in the Philippines, we never smell. I could smell my crew.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah you, I were, you were bathing every day and stuff. So
1: yeah, I mean we yeah. was out there washing up and I guess salt scrub laying out in the ocean. But um sure, yeah, man. I mean we never smelled out there. My some of my crew members that was out there filming me, they some of them was a little rough. I could smell them coming a mile away. They actually <laughs> like, thought I they thought I was like a zombie like like food like. <laughs> pretty rough, pretty rough. I'm quite sure one of them does not wear deodorant. <laughs> right right and I'm serious because I told them I said I, I smell each one of y'all for y'all even get here and they right. thought I was joking so I was laying on, on the beach and I, I closed my eyes and I said y'all can just walk by me you know, go upwind from me and I had my eyes closed and I could tell who went ahead of me while I had my eyes covered and they walked by me right. your senses get heightened out there I don't know if yours did that did it Kaylee yeah you can you you can smell everything,
3: right?
2: Yeah, you
3: really can. Now, 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 Kelly, I want to ask you something. You were in Colombia, and yep. you know, I just got back a few months ago. I went to Honduras and Belize, oh, nice.
0: uh,
3: and, and we we stayed on the path where we were supposed to, and it, it was nice. But they warned us; they were like, you know, you know, this is you know, Honduras and Belize is a beautiful country, but it. It's literally one of the within the top five of most world because of the drug lords. Now we know, you know, my neighbors are from Colombia, and they tell me, you know, you don't you don't get off the beaten path, even though we're from Colombia. You you watch yourself. Oh yeah, definitely. Did, did they ever warn you of like like, or, or did they make sure you were in a safe territory toward drug lords were not? Because I mean, you know, I mean, you know, if they leave you. Machine guns are not com or very common in, in places like Colombia in the jungles and stuff. But uh, did you ever feel eerie about it, or did, did they warn you or anything like that? Um,
2: we we actually had to have um, like guards stand at different points um, and make sure that nobody could try to enter our camp or anything. And they were like Colombian police officers that had AKs, and uh, yeah, they would guard like certain perimeters to make sure that nobody could come in. Because we actually had, I remember one day we were looking over the cliffs, and I, I saw this guy standing down at the bottom of them, like he was just kind of looking up at us. It was so creepy. So right. they had to have a police officer go down and kind of escort him out. But even Ooh. like doing research before I came in to you know, like doing the insertion and stuff, I tried to do research on Colombia, and the only thing that came up was like cocaine and how yeah. bad the the drugs are and stuff over there. So. It's a totally different world. It's crazy. Well, well,
3: well, well, that's what I wanted to ask because whenever you – know, we, we took a cruise and it kind of just went down. But you know, you get off on the stops and you're on your own. But I remember people like, man, that's supposed to be the most dangerous places in the world. And I looked it up, and, and I remember like Iran was like number one, Honduras was number two, Belize was like number four. But Colombia was mixed in there too, you know, within like yeah. top the top five most dangerous countries in the world because – not warfare, but but drug lords and stuff. So, oh yeah,
0: definitely. that's
3: crazy. So that, that's good to know. You know, now whenever I watch it, to to realize how you guys were because, like I said, my neighbors are Colombian, and uh you know, the, you know, they go back home all the time, and I'm like, is it crazy there? You know, I mean, it's, hell, I don't know. And they're like, yeah, you know, you don't you don't go off the beaten path, no matter how much you're from there or you know oh, yeah, anything like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was wild. I was actually, I was kind of hoping that I was going to meet a Colombian drug lord and that he was going to fall madly in love with me, and then I was going to be like this rich Colombian <laughs> drug lord's ah, wife. But
4: it's like
6: all oh, it girls, girls yeah. dream that. It's, it's every little American girl's dream. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, right. Yeah. I just want to know what the penalty is for having a snare in Colombia is because if in Louisiana, what Jeremy encountered, you know, how bad is it there?
2: I actually you know, have no idea. <laughs> yeah. you,
4: know, you, you don't know what kind of laws they have in Colombia. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah I have no idea. Fine. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm sure you there. can do it. Like, I don't see why not. They're pretty, right. pretty relaxed over there. Now,
3: now, now, Jeremy, I know you went to the Philippines, and and we saw your episode, and you were talking about the cobras that would come on the beach, and, and you would see where they would slither right by you when you were sleeping. And your, your most recent episode, which you guys have – Pretty much the snakes that we have here in North Carolina. You know, we have the Eastern Diamondback, the Timber Rattler, or, uh, the Cotton Mouse. We have Water Moccasins. The, yeah, the Cotton mouse I think are a lot bigger than just the, like the water snakes
1: here. Yeah, I mean, well, water snakes are not poisonous. You can handle them. Right. I mean, right, right. The but, cotton, but the Cotton mouths and Water Moccasins are about the same. The um, it's just what you want to call them. And then you got the Copperhead. Our two main snakes that we ate and killed out there were water monskins and copperheads.
3: Right, but 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 what I was going to say is, is is like you being in the Philippines is a different story because you know most North American state snakes can hurt you bad, but sometimes you have like a five to six hour. Yeah, I mean you have a little bit of a timeline to get safety. But like, you know, if a cobra pops you, it's different. But but what I was going to ask you is, is Kayla is like whenever you were in Colombia like like what like the fertilance is there like the two-step snake like they talked about like over in Vietnam and Asia it, so, it's like if, if you were in the Philippines or, or like UK kayla you were in Colombia and got popped by a real truly deadly snake d- do they keep serums there or
2: so we it- actually had yeah we had coral snakes in our camp and our, our production came down at one point and they said listen we don't have any, any venom here. Um, they don't have it in Colombia at all. We didn't bring any, so be extra careful because if you get bit, like you're fucked. <laughs> so yeah, right. like, oh, what would that
4: show do if somebody actually really did get bitten by one?
2: <laughs> one just... of the one of the producers, if you if you guys look it up, one of the I just saw that. Yeah, say, yeah it's crazy. Yeah, one of the guys actually got bit and he almost died. It was it was pretty serious.
3: Yeah, yeah
4: I'm, I'm just talking a about crazy. regular contestant. I mean, that's... yeah they'd be all
3: over the news. Yeah, Kayla, did you see any snakes like the fertile ants or anything? Because you know, like we only see them in zoos. And so, you know, like we went to the alligator farm and they had like a fertile ants and you know, really truly deadly snakes. But did you see any crazy snakes when you were in the down in Colombia?
2: Um, just the coral snakes. We saw like the the few coral snakes, and then we saw a lot of whip snakes, and we ate a lot of them too. But they weren't they're not poisonous.
0: Right, but other than yeah. that,
2: it's just there was spiders everywhere. That was like the biggest thing, and they were the size of my head. Yeah, super aggressive I, well, and
3: poisonous. I, that's weird. You mentioned that. I have another coworker story that's kind of funny. I, I work with a lot of crazy dumb people, mm-hmm. but uh, w- one of my coworkers grew up in Florida, right, Southern Florida, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy that's got the the that they that's got the swollen hands or whatever from being bit so many times, his. Herpa, whatever. What, what do you call it? The herpa. What, what, what do you call a snake handler? A herpa, something. Her 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 herp, herpetologist, <laughs> something like that. Yes, a, a snake doctor. A herba, yeah, one of those, uh, what? are those guys? Yeah. But, but, uh, but but anyway, this this guy, his his big facility was near where my coworker worked, so. Yeah, you know, they used to go out and catch snakes, and they would pay. He'd be like, they'd pay like fifteen bucks for a wild snake. So they were all the time going out trying to catch these wild snakes. Well, they found a coral snake, right? Coral. And and, and he said coral. the coral snake was little, and uh, he said that he was holding the snake, right? And he was holding the jar, and, and like he would, he was putting the snake like the tail of the snake down in this jar right and he told his buddy he said as soon as i throw the snake down no his buddy was holding the snake right and he was holding the jar so so his buddy's holding the coral snake by his head and he's holding a jar and he starts winding it into the jar and he's like as soon as you get it down sling it down and i'm gonna close the lid right and we'll catch the coral snake. But said that right when he got down to where it, the, the palm of his hand was around the top of the jar, the snake wiggled. So he, he threw the snake down into the jar, and it lashed in that skin in between his thumb and pointer finger. And he flung <sighs> it off. And, and he was in the hospital for like two weeks from that. But you know, but, but, but the guy had the snake by the head and was letting it down, and it wiggled, and it scared the shit out of him. So he, he, he tried to force it in the jar, but only it bit my friend in his hand. And he oh, said it was bad. Wrong. He said it was bad news because yeah, you know, they don't—they have like back fangs or
4: something.
2: Yeah, and the baby ones are worse too. They're more poisonous.
4: Now, did they have king snakes there where you had to tell the difference with their banding—red and yellow, and red and black and all that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that?
4: Red yellow kill a fellow. Red and black, black. Black yellow. Red and black <laughs> wiggity What What is that? Yeah. <laughs> Give a dog a
2: bone.
6: Yeah. <laughs> so. it's
2: red, red on yellow, right? Yeah.
4: yeah, exactly.
6: I'd be yeah. busy trying to remember the rhyme, and I'd get killed
3: by the snake.
4: Exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> while you're trying to count <laughs> trying to the straws there, yeah,
3: kill the,
1: the damn thing. thing.
3: Yeah, you yeah, know, we, we were at the 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 Raleigh our state zoo or not state zoo? It's the Science Center on a field trip, and the kids were there, and they were feeding the Eastern Diamondback one time. Right, this, them things are fucking big big eastern diamondback and they put it was like a guinea pig in there and when it and it was dead the guinea pig was already dead so as soon as as the guy stuck it in there his fangs hit it and i swear them fangs would go through my forearm they were so big oh man i I don't like snakes although you'll be proud of me because whenever we find them in our yard i live on a pond and we find copperheads all the time and all the little kids in the neighborhood the first time i ever saw one they're like mr freeman you can't kill that snake so I've never killed a snake in my yard. I always put them in a big trash can and take them way out and let them go. And then light it on fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Except for yeah, we have king snakes bad, like black snakes, which will kill copperheads. But like we always we always put up birdhouses, and the king snakes always eat all of our babies, motherfuckers. <laughs> so.
6: well, you got to you got to release something to kill the, the king snake. It's like The Simpsons, where you just keep <laughs> escalating.
3: Right. He snake's <laughs> good to have around, though. You know, they're black and kind of have that yellow band around them.
6: Remember that so Simpsons where they have, the lizards and stuff? I they do, they Ted. Had, I'm yeah, I'm with they, you. Thank you. They it. had lizards that were eating all the birds. They released snakes to eat the lizards. And it they, was
5: Whacking Day, wasn't it? That was the Whacking
6: Day episode. Well, I, I I know that the snakes got out of control, so they said, now we got to release something to kill the snakes. So they released a bunch of gorillas because the gorillas eat <laughs> the snakes, and it just kept escalating. Right.
3: right. So, Kayla, let's, let's <laughs> listen to Tom. <laughs> spend some time promoting your business right yeah I, i'm a huge right. fan of knives and you are a you, you make custom knives that's that's what your business is and jeremy highly praised you and wanted you to come on and i'm so glad you did come on but but we have a lot of survivalist type people that listen to our show that like what yeah. we like you know so yeah i'm all the time my kids are all the time buying me knives that i like i like i want to get the k-bar that you used uh jeremy uh, on on this week's episode, but I need to check in to get One of your knives, also Miss Cummings, and uh, but but in, in a lot of survival shows, listen to us like uh, the XT Experience and, and some other people. But uh, but l- how would you get into making knives? I mean, the, 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 for a female, I mean, uh, you know, that, that's awesome. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not I putting you down. That. I'm saying it's awesome. No, no, <laughs> How true, yeah, thanks, how, yeah,
6: how did you, how do you know about these knives? I mean, after all, you're a woman. aren't they so sharp? <laughs> <Yeah. Girl. laughs> The only yeah,
2: thing I, I mean, to cut sandwiches. I was going to
6: say the only thing Can't you know about knives is saying. how to is how to cut a sandwich. With that exactly. Knife. <laughs> if
2: I had a dollar for every time I heard $1. that joke. Uses knives to it. smudge
6: mayonnaise on my on my my hoagie. Ooh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually started out doing uh, reviews online. Um, so I started a YouTube channel and my friend just suggested they were like, hey, you know, you've, you've been collecting knives. You're really into this. There aren't a lot of females that are doing it. You should start a YouTube channel and just give like a woman's perspective and point of view. And so I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? So I started doing reviews. And then the more reviews I did, I was like, man, I really want to just start making my own. And, and then I did. I just I bought all the stuff and I sold my gun collection so that I could get equipment. And I just taught myself. I watched a ton of YouTube tutorials and, yeah, and I've been doing it for the past like three or four years now, full time. Yeah, you
6: got. You, a you, do you have a YouTube on. channel. Yeah, she's kn- got a YouTube channel. Oh yeah. my god, what's it called? I'm. I'm <laughs>
2: it's stick. just Kayla Cummings. Just my name. Nothing exciting. There you go. <laughs> I'm Come terrible Kayla with technology. Kayla Cummings Happy
6: knife, knife Review Show. You don't have a snappy name. That
3: doesn't no, I say Happy knife
2: review. Something good. <laughs>
3: So, you know, I'm an iron worker myself, Kayla. Are you?
2: Nice. Yes,
3: I am. You okay. know, I, I am I've been nuclear certified uh, for about 20 years. Actually, I'm 40 year 42 years old. Holy shit! But I don't, I don't oh, look 42, dude. My coworkers <laughs> always think I'm like 29. But uh, Are you allowed to do podcasts at
0: this age? Yeah,
6: uh, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I've been working in metal for a long time, so it, it's it's. Something I would like to get into, you know, we have a lot of burn tables like plasma, auto cutters yep. and stuff. Where, you know, you, you could almost do out the blanks and stuff at work, you know, off the clock, but cause yeah. coworkers listen. But, but you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's something that, that interests me. Like like my kids, they've been buying me some knives lately, and it's a okay. really cheap knife, but it's a really good knife. And it's, and it's by the company shred S-H-R-A-D-E. And, uh, you what? know, you, you can get crazy knives from them that are like really good for, you know, 40, 50 bucks. Uh, but, but custom knives, there's nothing like them, you know, and, and you know, I've got uh buddy, Mike Caldwell that is on the XC experience, which they talk a lot of survival. You know, he'll get custom knives and he came to visit me from Connecticut and I'm going to direct him to you, Kayla, but, uh, yeah, you know, he oh, had a he, he had a very small knife that that was made out of quarter inch steel. I mean, this knife weighed so much and would just shred paper, shave your arm. I mean, it was oh, a, the, the sharp. You know, yeah, it was really good. But but it was a custom knife. But but there's a lot of heart and soul into each knife when it comes oh, to absolutely. stuff and like it's this.
2: Super super time mm-hmm. consuming. And the reason why? Because I get a lot of people that are like, oh man, why would I spend three hundred bucks on a knife when I can just go to Walmart and get one for thirty. It's like, well, first of all, those knives are made in China. You know, mine are obviously made right here in America, and they're using machines. This is all 100% done by hand, so it's it's super, super time consuming. But I love it.
3: Every knife is one of a kind, right?
2: Yep, absolutely. I have a couple of like production models, and just because if you're doing it full time, you obviously want to be efficient and be able to make money and stuff, and so I get some of my production models, I'll get water jet. So they'll just cut out like the profile of the knife, but I still have to go in there and right. do like all the Dremel work and grinding and handles and heat yeah. treat and temper. I do all of that myself. So
3: That is awesome.
2: Yeah, thanks. I love it. So, I never never pictured myself doing this, but now I can't picture myself doing anything else.
3: So, I, I, yeah, I don't know what you take on, on your excursion to Columbia, but were you building knives back then?
2: Yep, you- I actually, I made a I made a big machete for uh, for the show. So, ah. yeah, ah. yeah. Oh, if we'll you see. guys that that look me up on Facebook, uh, you can check out the pictures of it. I have it on there.
1: You actually made Russell's um also, didn't you? That's on Excel. Now. I did. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah, Russell Sage, the one that's with Matt. Um, I made his blade as well. Dude,
3: that that is. A- uh, I'm sitting here looking at pictures now. Sorry for the (laughs) the, the awkward awkward silence.
2: Awkward silence.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm the elephant in the room. (laughs) Say something, Matt. Matt, what
4: what kind of knives do you like? Uh, Cheap Walmart ones.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I knew it.
0: I knew it. (laughs) I'll say that uh, my great
4: uncle was a knife maker, and he used to sell them at local fairs and things. He died several years ago, though. But yeah, he had, the cu- he had the custom. He had the custom wood handles and all that. How did- How did he die?
6: Sub tragic tripping on. No, a knife I think, back- I, think back- I think it was natural I think it's a causes. Kitchen did, disaster. T- did, he, did he accidentally fall? Did he Did he die? <laughs> he he with didn't with fall. Death? He
4: didn't. He didn't fall on his own blade. If that's oh, what okay. that I was thinking. I, death knife I actually want to.
6: Pick your guys'
5: brains on, uh because you talked a little bit about the editing of the show. Do you find yourselves victims of the editing in a bit? Do you wish, like, you were portrayed a little differently? I know you haven't seen your episode yet, but uh Jeremy, maybe.
1: You know, I mean, overall on both of my shows, I think I've got a fair editing. I know some of them, they didn't get a good editing. The only thing that I didn't like on my first show, on the editing part, On day 13, they show that I walked to the well that morning, and it was dry. Hmm. That wasn't day 13. That was day 11 that I walked to the well, and the well done went dry. So, I mean, we didn't have water from day 11 to day 13, and me and Cassie was splitting our last coconut from day 11 to day 13. That was the only part that I didn't like. And then I didn't like the fact that it didn't show her going into the hospital. She spent five days in the ER. She was blacking out. Our eyes rolling in the back of her head. Oregon shut down, right? You said. Yeah, our organs were shutting down. The doctors, they had every bit of that on, um, footage at the ER, but, um, that's the only thing I, I wish they would have shown more of on our episode just to show how much in dire need we was of water. Yeah. How great. But overall, was. yeah, I think overall, all my editing has been good. Um, right. I, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't fight with my partner. Some people fight with their partners out there.
3: Yeah, you seem genuine nice, man. Southern hospitality.
1: I go out there, man. This, You know, whoever, you know, I'm I'm going out there. I'm fixing to meet this woman. I mean, automatically, she's going to have my respect. I mean, she's coming out here doing this just like I am. I mean, you're putting yourself out there for everybody to to view you, and you're going to get judged by everybody.
5: What's the degree of uh, crew interaction and for both of you guys? like, Do you find yourself making friends with the crew? You're not allowed to acknowledge yeah. their existence.
1: I finally, I, towards the end of my... I mean, you get to talk to them some. Yeah. But it's not a whole lot of interaction with them. I mean, mostly, like my producer, she was constantly taking notes. Yeah, that's her yeah. main thing, is take notes of everything that's going on. She's writing it down. If something gets killed. If I'm out there hunting, what time did I, what time did I kill it? What did I kill you got the camera guy that's constantly on you with the cameras. And then you yeah, got all right. uh, two of them that I had. And then you got the sound guy that just walks around with that boom mic thing. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, you really don't, I mean, we, we got, once we extracted and we were out of there, then we had that big party that night. Right. That was the night we finally got to just really mingle and, and you know, and get to know each other real well. And how'd yeah. go? was you um did you hit it all with some of your crew members?
2: I actually gave my my camera guy a haircut out in the middle of the jungle.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> in,
2: yeah, in in high school, um I I did I took a couple of cosmetology classes, so he uh he was like, Ah, oh, you're you're a hairdresser, that's really cool. Will you give me a mohawk? And I was like, Yeah, if you can get some portable clippers, bring them down So he did and I got halfway to shaving his head and the clippers died. So he had to he had to go back to his hotel that was a couple hours away and recharge it and bring it back down the next day. But he looked pretty damn goofy walking around with one side of his head shaved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
6: awesome.
2: But, yeah, it was when, I was, cool.
6: uh, when I was watching last night, I liked the ending when you guys, uh, the plane flies in, it does the water landing, and you are going to swim. Uh, my reaction, I'm, I don't know if you guys thought it too, was, okay, this is the scene where they think they've made it out, and there's going <laughs> to be, like, be like it's going to be like piranha infested river they got to swim across, or there's going to be yeah. an anaconda attack, or something oh, is going to happen in this lake. Swimming, swimming to the getaway plane.
1: You know, I had a love hate relationship <laughs> with that scene. I really did. The, we we done the extraction right there, and my camera guy is such a perfectionist. I love the guy, and we done the first the first scene. Where the plane flew in, we done our extraction. We bailed out in the water. We got on the plane, and he said, "All right, I want to retake that." I'm like, serious? Did you?" I'm yep. sitting there "Are you serious?" I said, do "Y'all have any idea how cold this damn water is?" And once again, you're throwing me off in the cold water. So I get out of the water and stuff, and I'm sitting there, and then we got to go back through the whole thing again there, and the plane comes in. What the problem was, the plane. What? Yeah, the plane come in. He made the plane take back <laughs> off and come back in. So the plane, the first time he'd done it, he came come into the bank too close. And he wanted that struggle swim getting to it because we had to swim up the stream, up the current of the river to get to the right. plane. Right, and right. he wanted to see that struggle part. Oh, God. And, man, and that damn water was so damn cold I towards the end of that. But you guys were oh, so you happy. No idea, you were
3: man. so happy, man. I felt so good for you guys.
1: I was happy. I was excited, and you but the know, fact but, they,
6: they take away from the realism of the show because the yeah. guys like we didn't like the way you guys swam to safety. <laughs> so, and and, and I, just to interject myself a bit, I w- I did this, and uh, you guys know a few, couple of years ago I was on that reality show called uh My Big Fat Geek Wedding. Oh yeah, and yeah. I was one of the I was one of the guests at the geek at the geek wedding, and to show you, it was like God, this is it's all so fake. It's killing the illusion. They had this scene at the Geek Wedding where this giant dragon rose up over this wall, and it was a big shock, and everyone was supposed to react and scream, but we didn't know the dragon was coming. And they they stopped the entire wedding reception because they said, yeah, we're not happy. You guys didn't act shocked enough when the dragon rose up. We're <laughs> going to do it again. And they made, they stopped the reception to a day. De- and it was a real reception that was being for the, filmed for, the, for a for the, con-
4: for the context, though, this was a medieval times castle yeah, set up. They,
6: they, they it was a wedding done, like a, mid, like a Game of Thrones wedding, where these people I knew got married like, in a Game of Thrones-style wedding. And I, I actually know them in real life, so I got invited. So I got to be on this goofy show. And mm, they right. – they at the end just thought it'd be so cool this giant dragon. They had this huge mechanical dragon rose up over the reception, and it rose up behind us, so no one really noticed. And we're like, "Oh, look at that!" And then the director <laughs> stopped the whole reception. He's like, "You guys did not react the way we were hoping." So and <laughs> and you we want you all to act shocked and go, "Oh!" And uh, you just kinda go, "Wow, that's so funny."
1: They, they yeah. try to just get yeah. the best footage for for the TVs. What they're doing, I mean. You know that they just wanted that struggle there, and I I just hated it because I'm telling you, as a man, that damn water was so cold. Yeah, (laughs) I can't explain to you. It was so damn funny too because I finally get up in the plane, and me and Mel sitting in the plane and stuff, and I said, "Mel, look over here." I moved my bag. I said, "That damn thing is gone inverted." Poor (laughs) thing. (laughs) Jeremy was so funny,
3: man. (laughs) <laughs> One thing I did want to ask you that that I thought was – I was kind of upset on the editing about, and, and it's not your fault, is whenever what, – what was her name, Melanie? Yeah, whenever Melanie. whenever she was kind of taking the bath in the water, and something jumped out of the water, and she kind of had that expression like, what the fuck? And she crawled out of the bank. We never saw the reaction of her coming back
1: to camp after that.
3: What Do you remember whenever she came back after that scene – Whenever yeah. she was kind of taking a bath because all the mosquito bites.
1: Yeah, I was sitting up there at the um at the fire, and I was up there <laughs> splitting wood when she went down there to go take a bath in the river, and I heard it when it splashed, and then I heard her whenever she shouted out, and then she crawled back up. But when she crawled back up, that girl was not going back in that water. She did not want no part of it. <laughs> I mean, well, there was gators out there. I mean, we would, we'd go out there on the river bank and we had a fish trap right there. It's what mainly we was doing on that river bank. We was running that fish trap and just right across from us was a couple of gators that was always out just sunbathing right there.
0: Right, right.
1: And you're out there was, you know, waiting around in them, but I've been around gators my entire life. So I mean, I'm not scared of them. It's just a respect type thing. Right, right. I mean, you you can't be an idiot around them. Did you guys I mean, <laughs> catch much
4: of anything in those fish nets? It seemed like you went to a lot of trouble on them, but I, didn't you have like a little fish in one one time or?
1: Well, the, the first one was a little fish. That thing probably wasn't probably an inch, inch and a half long. I actually heard him in there flopping around when he fell out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we caught fish in it. I mean, that's once again, you know, they're only going to edit and show so much. Right, right. It seemed
4: like you only caught that one little one, and all the and they focused a lot on you guys making the fish net. So I was like, yeah. it? What, what, what does
3: a fish basket do, man? I'm lost on that. I'm like,
1: basically, it's a funnel. It's a funnel trap. When you make it, you see the shape of it. So it's got right. a big opening toward the top, and then you got to make a another small cone that will fit on the that big opening, and it's just a smaller cone that goes in. And when a fish swims into it. They're too stupid to get back out. <laughs> I mean, oh. they literally around in it, and they can't get back to that same hole they come in on. So, I mean, once they go in there, you pretty much got it. But we caught fish on it. Okay. And, but they didn't show it. And I remember nope. one episode, or one one scene I thought they were show, was going to show. Because it's so funny, man. We sat there, we caught this fish, and, you know, a lot of people eat fish eyes. I mean, they got a lot of nutrition in them. And I've never ate a fish eye before. I mean... I like meat. Right. So right, we cooked the fish up, and there's two eyes, of course. And Mel said, where's well, one for you, one for me? So I'm over there gnawing on half side of my fish, and I pop out an eyeball for Mel, and <laughs> she put it in her mouth, and you already seen the look on her face. It was all she could do not to throw that damn thing up. <laughs> I bet. And nah, she it up- <laughs> Yeah. Did you eat one? Have you tried one?
2: Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. they're not bad. Yeah. <sighs>
6: Oh, hell no.
3: She's tough, man. She's
6: tough.
1: Hey, uh, Sean,
6: there's, I got a new challenge for you and Norma on that creepy other show yeah. you do where you eat just, things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just, just ate random. scorpions.
3: Yeah, I, I do another show uh, called Knuckleballer Radio. It's kind of like a debate show here on All Games Radio, and uh, the the female host, Norma, which is which is usually here on Zombie Cash, is here last week. Jeremy, she sent us scorpions to eat last time, so we were all eating scorpions on the show out of some some company out of Texas. But it, uh, of course,
6: but, but, Of but course.
3: The, but, you know, when I just went to Mardi Gras, I was telling you about Jeremy, and we went on the bayou, uh, one of those bayou tours and stuff like that. But, dude, we ate mm. so many crawfish. And we went and bought a ton of crawfish with the family we were staying, Jeremy Bush. And uh, we bought so many crawfish. We There were so many left over. So we just let them go, right? And they, they had this huge swimming pool. And we woke up the next morning, and there were so many crawfish in their pool running around, man. So... It, I mean, it was hell catching all them things with a net. It was too cold to get in when we were down there during Mardi Gras. But it was, uh, God, man! I don't see how you guys just feasted on one of them things after you know, because what what crawfish they say it takes when we bought them. They said you need about eight pounds per person of crawfish whenever you buy them alive. Yeah.
1: So one crawfish. I normally when I have a guys. crawfish ball. I would literally sit down and eat about twenty three pounds of crawfish. See I'm coming
3: I'm coming, dude, in June. I'm gonna be down that way, man, and
1: we're gonna get up. <laughs> You'd be ready for a crawfish boy when you come, man. I'm
3: dead serious about that.
1: And I okay. told you that when you when you come down, I got a buddy of mine, Matt Alexander, that was on the show. We hog hunt up here, he'll come up here and bring the dogs and we'll head down. Because I told you I got that four thousand acres that we hog yeah. hunt on. Yeah. And I'll, I'll take you out there and I got a good buddy.
3: Uh, he lives in uh Covington, which is North of, uh, new Orleans. But, uh, you know, he works for Norfolk Southern railroad, but he's been looking for hunting buddies. You know, he just moved from, uh, Virginia beach. And he's like, man, I just don't know anybody any, I don't, I don't know where to hunt down here. So I was like, yeah, I, I text him this week. I was like, man, I got, I got your guy, man, that, that you need to meet with. And he, he's, uh, Jeremy Bush, one of my best friends ever. And, uh, Listening to the show now, but uh, I was like, man, I, I found you a Louisiana guy, and he, he's actually from Discovery Channel's Naked and Afraid, and he flipped out. So, uh, so we're, we're going to work something up, man, for sure. Caleb, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kayla, where are you from? New Hampshire. New Hampshire.
2: Yeah, look through that. Hey,
3: you're you're might, you're like Canadian, right? Yeah, basically. Um,
2: yeah.
5: yeah, you're close. You're honorary Canadian. <laughs>
3: You're <laughs> close enough to Matt. Matt close enough. Matt's north of the, north of Toronto, right? Barry. Uh
5: yeah. That's me.
3: Same same kind of snow. How many inches do you get a year?
1: Mm. <laughs> That's a Oh, snow guys. Was my mind the <laughs> only one that went somewhere else? Yeah. No, John's I mean, like, uh, mind you went there. See when he what he I'm
2: working with here? <laughs> uh, I'm the only people the
3: And I'm not that way Oh her mind went there too
2: <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> We get tons of snow it's, It feels like winter right now It's like 40 degrees here It's been raining for the past three weeks It's awful I'm ready to move south
3: Yeah I'm in North Carolina So we, we actually get four seasons here And uh, you know Every now and then We'll get six Twelve inches of snow But it's very rare We get the cool You know The, the fall, winter, summer, and spring We get all four seasons So it's nice
2: yeah, see, that's perfect. I should look into moving down there because I like the four seasons here, but it's starting to feel like it's just winter all the time.
3: Right, right. Yeah, Matt Wait, will, right. Send us, Matt will send us pictures of like the the cul-de-sac snow dig, and it it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy looking, man. I love that one pick you sent, Matt. Where every it was like trails everywhere in the cul-de-sac. Uh,
5: yeah. yeah, no, you gotta you gotta carve yourself out in the middle of winter. Like we had we had piles over our head at one point. It was ridiculous.
2: Yep. It <laughs> gets like that here, too. It's crazy.
6: It looks well, like that yeah. scene in a Demolition Man when they thought out Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> uh, that's that's what it looks like. Power. That's what the that's what end of winter looks like where mm. Matt lives. Yeah, but, that's all the round.
3: Kayla, you're going to be on this week. And I don't want to sit too much, you guys, times, but if you're free, you got to stop in for at least 15 minutes, you and Jeremy, just to talk about next week, if you happen to be <laughs> free tonight.
2: Yeah, I'd love to. Absolutely. Because,
3: uh, right. it, it, you know, just. It is it's hard to explain because you know, I've talked to Jeremy offline and then on the show and stuff, but it's just the connection with zombie cash and we've had a lot of guests on here, but to be connected with Discovery Channel and Naked and Afraid is is very nice for us and we want to thank both of you guys for that.
1: Uh, I'm just curious about me. one thing though. Yes, sir. Are you a fan of zombies, Kayla? Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I pray for the zombie apocalypse every day.
1: Yeah,
4: she's prepared. She's got right. knives and machine I am.
1: guns I'm taking and
3: everything.
2: You guys want to be on my zombie team when shit hits the fan, I'm telling you right now.
3: <laughs> I do. Put me down. Put me
2: down. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh,
3: but uh but I, wait, before we go, I do wanna I do wanna talk to Ted about something before we get to the wrap up show. Now, recently I had a chance to hang out behind the scenes with Michael Rooker. Which is uh, Uncle Merle on The Walking Dead, and also in the new Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's cool. I, I had a good time and Uncle Merle. It was neat watching Uncle the movie Merle. yesterday. <laughs> Un- or, yeah, brother Merle, whatever. But but what I'm saying is is being you know w- w- when I was at Walker Stalker on the stage and just hanging out backstage with those guys, that was neat. But that is nothing like what you did, Ted. And recently, Ted went huh? to a sit down thing with with, with, with Kurt Russell was there. And Kurt Russell is in the new Guardians of the Galaxy. And,
6: well and, that was that was in recent. It was about six months ago. But
3: but, but what I'm saying, did he did he They're talk like about Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, I mean you you were you were like
6: Well it was it was actually uh he was in it, but it was actually moderated by James Gunn, who directed Guardians of the Galaxy. And they talked about it just his whole career and everything. Yeah.
3: But did they talk about Guardians of the Galaxy or was it a surprise when have you seen it yet? Uh, I have not seen it. Uh, no, they they talked about his whole career, but I, I got a I got the better
6: I got a better Guardians of the Galaxy story on this show. I've told many. Oh, times. Oh, that's true. Yeah. What is that
4: he played with? I James played video Gunn games with James
6: Gunn on a couch at a party.
4: That's right.
5: And you influenced that's, him. Didn't you say like you should make a Guardians of the Galaxy film? Too? Yes, I said, I,
6: James. So I've been thankful. <laughs> <so. laughs> and, and, and a week later, yeah, they announced production of that of that Shit. movie. That happened. Yeah. But yeah. for real, yeah, you did. What did you play with him? He was in, um, it was a guy, uh, Chris Gore, the DVD Tuesday attack of the show guy. Yeah. DVD. It was his Christmas party. And his I know him dropper a bit, like,
5: over here. Jesus. Yeah. God, yeah
6: he, he invited me to his Christmas party. Cause I know him a bit. <laughs> and, uh, I was sitting there and I like, he knows that he has like a TV projected on this giant screen. You know, he has like a projector for his Xbox. and, Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he's like, you're you, you you're good at video games, right? And I'm like, of course. I, yes, I'm the best. And he goes, um, would you just sit here and play video games so that when people walk through the door, <laughs> so when, when people walk through, it looks cool? Was just and I'm like, you. that's what he said. And I'm like, yeah, because I'd rather do that than actually have to interact with people. So I was like, yeah, so I'll, I'll love to sit here and play video games. So I played video games, and then James Gunn w- was literally sitting two seats down, like, there was a person next to me, then we were on the same couch. And I was like, oh, that's James Gunn. And he comes over and he says, Ted, okay, do me a favor. Uh, there's this new game out, uh, I, Loco Cycle or something. And he's like, and James Gunn is in the game in the cutscenes. And I was like, yeah. And he <laughs> says, he's never seen the game he's in and he wants to see it. Can you play the game for him so he can see himself? And I was oh, like, oh, okay. So I sat and played Loco Cycle for James Gunn Damn, while he watched it. So- yeah. Wait that a minute, was wasn't crazy. he? Oh, look at
5: that! He, also, the, he was, in the, he was the, the head in that zombie game with the, the zombie cheerleader chick.
6: Wasn't he? Oh, uh. Zombie chainsaw. Ch- zombie, zombie uh, yeah. I, uh, the double zombie, zombie chainsaw. Zombie face or something? Lollipop, yeah, chainsaw. Cheerle- Lollipop, Lollipop chainsaw. Lollipop chainsaw. Lollipop chainsaw. Lollipop chainsaw. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah.
6: yeah. yeah, but that's my James Gunn story. It's Did you a
4: see a picture, of Kaylee?
2: What? What's that?
4: Kaylee with Michael
2: Brooker? Yeah, with oh Rooker. yeah, yeah. I got to meet him uh, at Shot Show. He's a really nice guy. Nice.
3: Well, he was a dick to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're not, uh, yeah, oh, you not right, her. All all right, right, no, no.
3: Now, 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 hear me out. Hear me out. All right, I, I'm sitting here talk, talking to Michael Rooker, right? And, and I, I was on the, not with him, but I was, I was the guy on the stage at Walker Stalker with the celebs, with the mic, talk. You know, so I was back. I was talking to Michael Rooker, and I asked him. I said, "You've been in a lot of movies, dude." I was like, have you had your wow moment yet? I mean, you worked with Tom Cruise on Days wow, of Thunder, wow, but a Cliffhanger in. with uh, Sylvester Stallone, Tombstone, Kurt Russell. And he was like, Nah, I never had my wow moment yet. And I was like, dude, you were there. All right, hear me out, Jeremy. You've seen Tombstone, right? Oh, hell yeah. Well, I asked Michael Rooker. I said, you were there. You were there for the I'm Your Huckleberry scene. I was like, that is fucking nuts. I was like, what, what was it like? Was it? Did you realize it was going to be so crazy? I mean, you were there for the I'm Your Huckleberry from Val Kilmer's Doc Holliday. You were there and saw that. You know what he told me? I was more impressed with the horses.
2: And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? the hell? Kind of good god. That's hilarious. Did you? Yeah, say, he was really
3: nice to me. You know, like, really I I mean, was nice to you. Everybody's
2: nice to you. Well, <laughs> have you guys ever talked to Chris Hardwick?
3: Oh, tell me. How is he?
2: I have a bone to pick with him.
5: <laughs> interesting. Did he talk I've about being never... drunk back in his past again?
2: No, I've actually never met him, but you oh. know his show, At Midnight?
5: Yeah, yeah of course. That's... I love that yeah, show,
2: so, Yeah, I, I go onto Facebook one day, and I have all these clips of... They played one of my YouTube reviews on there, where he was just oh. told... Totally, yeah, <laughs> making fun of me and giving me a hard time uh. and stuff. I was like, that son of a bitch.
6: That's <laughs> awesome, though. That's funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, that no, <it> was funny. <laughs>
6: <laughs> that is Chris crazy. Hardwick to me will always be the guy that got his brain cut out by Dr. Satan. This He's got crazy. a new show called Talking to Chris now. It's just talking
5: to I Chris. I love
3: it. I love that show. Yeah. Love it. Dude, he, Dude had love Jax. It. he had Jax on last night from a Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, brother. Uh, brother. Was it Hunman? Hunman? Charlie Hunnam? Yeah, yes. and he and he was on, and, and you know he was. Uh, those are really that's a have you have you any of you guys watched it? It's really really good, and I watch Hi. it every week. But it gets deep, you know. And and Charlie was talking it's like you know he was talking about having to let Jax go, man. And, and it got like a heartfelt moment where he was like, man, I didn't want to let him go. You know, he's like, you know, people broke into my house. He's like, Jax kicked in, man, and I, I didn't fucking back down. You know, but they, they're really good. The one with Elijah Wood was really good. And then last week, uh, the late show with who, – who's the English guy?
6: Craig Ferguson?
3: No. <laughs> Oliver? He's not on
6: anymore. John Oliver?
4: No. The new uh, one. The English guy, Michael Caine? The one that oh. takes with people in cars? Yeah. yeah. Or, oh. I can't think of his name, but I've seen the clips. <laughs> but
3: anyway, he was on the week before last. It was really good. But, but talk about Chris it's a really good
4: show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, ah. But, guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. G- Scrooge? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jeremy, dude, I want to tell you congrats, man. You have – I mean, you are the champion of all champions when it comes to Naked and Afraid. I know you want to get on the XL, dude, but 25 days, man. Hats off to you, buddy.
1: Man, I appreciate it. Hopefully you all see me out there on XL. Hopefully, I have uh, Kayla out there with me. There
2: go. There I hope go. so.
1: Maybe <laughs> Kayla can uh, make some knives
6: out of sticks and bamboo and rocks, and you can like really kill some animals, kill them
3: good.
1: She can make some like, oh, yeah. throwing
3: knives and stuff. You know? <laughs> now, now, Jeremy, oh, really? if you had, if you had, if you had uh, Kaylee and you had Cassidy and you as a team, dude, I think you might have something to be afraid about. <laughs> 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 early morning.
6: Early morning is all I'm going to say. <laughs>
2: I had a oh, Sean.
6: Can I? Can I? I had got guys.
3: I got had a
6: really good pun for the beginning of the show, but I didn't get to say it. Can I say it now? Sure, yeah, of course. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, if I had the problems that uh, Jeremy talks about, I would just bury my head in the sand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the time the, the time has
6: passed for the joke, but I thought I would. I didn't want to
5: let the show in. This I, still no, works. You should have edited into the show. Just said it. And then Sean's like
3: just. Place Sean's it in. not going to
4: spend the time. To
6: that do sounds that. like work. I'm not
4: doing that. Yeah. That's
3: <laughs> well, Jeremy was laying
1: on his belly a lot. Yeah, was your head buried in the sand, Jeremy? No, it was more just kind of laid up underneath my belly.
4: Yeah, <laughs> you got to realize, out there, if you bury your head in the sand, something may come up with your head. Just, just saying,
0: you know.
6: We talking Jerry, about the rain.
4: Jeremy I'm can't get up because something's got a hold of him. He fell
6: asleep. Exactly. There's a lot of <laughs> holes
1: out there. He fell asleep ca-
6: <laughs> down like a gopher <laughs> hole and he got a hold of you.
4: That, that crawfish could have got you. Oh, that crawfish. My yeah. God, the crawfish yeah. hole. That's
1: how I was them. I just They couldn't edit that in there, but I was lowering it down inside the hole and letting them grab a hold of it, and i pull them up.
4: Yes, yeah, the bait.
1: It, it worked great. Yeah. It worked <laughs> like hell, but it worked. <laughs>
6: Is this how is this how the, your buddy uh, Kayla got the tick? Was he tick? Was he fishing for ticks? And uh, <laughs> that's
2: exactly how he got it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> he
6: got so hungry he was going to eat some ticks. Dipper
3: <laughs> <we're> would <gonna laughs> not had <have> that problem.
2: <laughs>
6: yeah.
3: Let's send him out. Laugh. But guys, let's get to the wrap up. So Kayla, I hope hopefully you can stop. By, you and Jeremy just at least give us fifteen minutes of your time because I, I'm really excited to see this new episode. And. can I I'm gonna, I i will not have a million questions but uh thank you uh Kayla and thank Kaylee Kayla and thank you uh Kayla. Jeremy both for stopping by guys.
2: Anyway, yeah, thank for, you so much for having us.
3: Yeah, yeah, but let's get to the wrap up show guys. Admit, Kayla, where can people find you?
2: Uh Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, it's just Kayla Cummings on all of the social media sites.
6: Nice. Yeah, make sure you spell it your, right. Uh, so my, I, the reason I couldn't find syrup. you is because I was spelling it K-A-Y-L-A. That's why I couldn't find you. Yeah,
3: Check the show notes. It's in the show notes, the way to spell it, and, uh, uh, and I'll put it in there. And, Jeremy, where can people find you, buddy?
1: Man, right there on uh, Instagram, Facebook. That's about the only two things I do. I can't keep up with everything. I got t- too much going on, and I can't do YouTube and that Twitter junk. <laughs> you'll find me, you type in my name, you'll find me on Instagram and Facebook. That's about the only place that I'm active at.
3: Nice. No, hey Subzy where can people find you, buddy?
4: You can find me at uh Sub-Z-T-X on Twitter and on Xbox Live at Subspace Z Space TX.
6: Ted Uh Tedekin on everything, Xbox, Instagram, Twitter. Uh yes, except for Tedekin.com, just fuck that guy. Yeah,
3: yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Ted has a video that I, that I'm going to pimp for a quick combat kids with a K, Mortal Kombat com, uh, thing. Is it? It's nine million views.
6: I think it broke eighty three million views this week.
3: 8 oh, million nice. hundred. Eight million. Eight million three hundred thousand. Yeah, wait, wait, that's good, dude. that's, yeah, crazy, that's incredible. I almost head towards nine million views. Uh, Matt, where can people find you?
5: Uh, at Matt O McFly, M A T T O M C F L Y. Uh, on the No Sleep Podcast, and uh, the new Guinness World Records uh, Gamers Edition, I think, is coming out and, soon. Uh, so and and, pick that up. and
6: you, you gamers can look forward to Drowning, drowning Maddo this yep. fall.
5: Punching, drowning, and taking out your aggression on me this fall. Can we feed oh, you to it. a shark, Matt? Can I Can I feed you to a shark? You can. Yeah. There are sharks. There are oh. sharks.
3: Oh, Watch man, out for the shark! Hey, Matt! Matt you don't ever oh, Matt, don't ever pimp it, but his no the the show that he's on, No Sleep Podcast, is an audio drama, dude. And when that thing is in season, I mean, it, it, it's Hunter spaces above Nerdist, uh, Adam Carolla. I mean, dude, it, 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 the last season it was number two on all of iTunes. I mean, that is that nuts, man. That yeah, is nuts. <laughs>
5: if you like if you like horror movies, it's actually um, it's like a audio horror story podcast. So if you like those. They're really well produced. It's a great podcast.
3: So, and the sublist, man, kind of, it, sometimes it's almost got that Edgar Allan Poey mm. goodness to it. So uh, check it out, the No Sleep podcast. And for uh, Kayla and Jeremy, just so you know, I'm in North Carolina. Matt's in north of Toronto, Canada. Subzi is in Texas. Tez in Los Angeles. And Norman, which is not here, is usually in New Jersey. So we're all spread out. But it sounds like we're side by side. But uh, you can find me on twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5 and my Xbox One Gamer Tag is FreemanDaddy7. Guys, go leave us a review and uh, keep following us on the Twitters, guys. We're, we're right at 50,000. Come on. Help us out. Let's, let's, let's jump this up. And uh, we do want to thank the Mighty All Games Radio Network. On behalf of Miss Kaylee Cummins, Mr. Jeremy McCaw, Subsey, Tedekin, Madam McFly, myself, FreemanDaddy5, we call episode, this is fucking 250 of ZombieCast. Almost seven years old, guys. Uh, which is good awesome. Lord, but, uh, God. yes, yes. But, uh, but we want to thank all the, the live listeners, all the car listeners, the Amazon, the, the Xbox ones, iPhones, wherever. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for the live listeners. Thanks for the podcast download feeds and, uh, lose a, a review if you like what you're listening to. Either way, be truthful with it. But good night, zombies. <laughs>